1: Hey, welcome back to the show. It is your host, Matt Browning. Super uh, stoked for this week, man. It has been an amazing week. And Interview Friday is coming at you right now. So thanks for listening to this wherever you are, in your house, driving, maybe in the gym. Speaking of the gym, we have uh, someone really special today. It's Dr. Steve Sudell. He's a, a doctor of physical therapy and also the inventor of a crazy cool uh, invention called the neck hammock that my wife and I have been using Uh his team reached out a while back and we've been connecting. And I said, you know, it seems like a really cool idea. Would you send me, send me my wife a sample and we will sleep on them and check them out and see how this works. And they were awesome and gracious, they did. We've been trying it out. I've even had my seven year old Val in it, it is awesome. Reason I'm really excited about this is not just because Dr. Steve is the inventor of a cool product, I wanna talk about invention. He also uh, launched it uh, as a Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Uh, two different platforms, and they raised over $1.7 million through 25,000 backers. Now, that kind of, of of exposure is just huge, and what a cool invention. His neck hammock's been seen on Dr. Oz, um, as well as uh, testimonials from every athlete you know known to man. So they are just blowing up huge, and he's made some time for me. He so, said, Dr. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming, man. It's great to be here, Matt. Thanks for having me. Hey, I, I'm excited. So uh, I want to get right in with you. Now, when you, w- when you came up with this idea, you said, I want to invent something. This wasn't your first invention, right? You had actually worked on some things before. W- what were, were you always someone who was like thinking of creating a solution to something, trying to come up with a new way, or was this like this, you know what, didn't expect to do it, but here it was. W- was your mind always like that earlier in life?
0: Yeah, you know it was, and I didn't realize it until I grew up and became an adult on how I actually could actually go through and create um, products to you know make things better. Um, Because I would always think, and I was always super creative, and just always, you know, me naturally, I just always thought there's always an easier way to do things, or a more efficient way, or a cheaper way, and I always had those thoughts in my head, but I never thought that I would actually you know, put those creative ideas to work um, until, you know, I graduated physical therapy school and I, you know, combined a bunch of my skills and that's when I started making things happen.
1: What was the first invention you worked on, whether it went to market or not?
0: So the first invention that I worked on, I started doing CrossFit uh, pretty much close to when it first came out. And when people would do rope climbs, the one thing that I noticed is that when they would slide down the rope, it would destroy their shoes. So I created this, uh, sort of like pliable plastic clip that would wrap around your shoe, um, that would effectively protect your hundred, $125, you know, pair of shoes, uh, just with like this $15, you know, piece of, uh, plastic that would kind of comfortably, comfortably wrap around. Um. So that was where I started going into figuring out the whole invention process, intellectual property process. And it, it certainly was a, a very large learning curve. That's, that's for certain.
1: How was the market when it comes to Cause I was always, you know, we were part of a gym in, in when I lived in orange County, California. That was, I always I, I say CrossFit like, you know, it was like group circuit training, a lot of the same kind of exercise, <laughs> uh, not a franchise though. When. When CrossFit's first coming out, you have a super niche market, right? You have these, like the niche of the niche. It's not just the fitness, it's a certain type of fitness. When you come up with an idea like this, and you maybe go to the gym and you're like, hey guys, try this out, I'm sure the reactions are people love it, but was it, did you ever try to get it off the ground? What was, was there a story around, or did you just say, you know what, this was a cool idea, but let's move on?
0: Yeah. It was kind of a combination of things. Um, cause right around the time that I came up with the idea, Reebok just introduced their shoe that actually had a rope climb protective feature on the shoe. Bastards. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so they, they were already thinking they were already trying to solve that problem. Cause I mean, there, it was a, a pretty big problem. Um, uh, but also I couldn't quite figure out how to really make it durable enough and yet also, you know, pliable enough to fit around, you know, universally around different shoes, Um, you know, so it was one of those things that I got pretty far along the process, but I realized that, you know, with the time and energy that I put into it and the money, um, it was going to cost a lot more than I was willing to spend. So I, uh, I didn't pursue, you know, it just seemed like the risk versus reward just didn't weigh out in my favor.
1: And when that happened, did you just think, "Well, okay, that was a cool idea. I'm going to go back and work." Did you work as a physical therapist like exclusively, or were you doing a number of things? What, what was like the career path at this point? Because sometimes I people, so I was,
0: yeah. yeah, so I was working actually as a home health physical therapist. So I saw this as kind of like a side hustle. But funny thing is, is that the second that I started going down that path of you know creating the, the shoe idea, um, I came up with another idea, and the other idea was. Uh, a way to basically protect the elderly from falling um, for those who use uh, supplemental oxygen in their homes. And so, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Where you see like the the tubing that wraps around people's noses, or sure, they bring and the small green
1: the- yeah the small green tank along with them.
0: Exactly. Well, so I was working as a home health physical therapist at the time, where I would go into people's homes. And a few of my patients who were on oxygen uh, actually experienced falls because the way that they designed it, it's just the the tubing falls right in front of you, and most of these people require a cane or a walker, or so they're always like trying to like use one hand to get the tubing out of the way while they're trying to also navigate their walker or hold on to food, and you know so these falls would happen. So I created this device that basically would clip it to like your belt or to your side that would keep the tubing out of the way. Someone should invent that for a vacuum
1: cleaner because I'm always running over the cord.
0: Yeah, and and uh, they've done something like that, I know, for like um, hedge clippers. But, uh, but yeah, there's definitely a huge opportunity still there because no one's still really done a great job at that. So it was one of those things that because of the first invention, it really started sparking ideas for invention number two. And I actually felt really good about invention number two. But the problem that I ran into is that Old people are very skeptical and they, uh, when I would show them and explain all the benefits and whatnot, you know, they're like, yeah, this thing is, I don't need this, whatever. But then when I put it on them, you see the light bulb go off and they get it and then they wanted it. But they're a very hard sell on buying things that they don't think that they need. So that was a big challenge that I ran into is actually convincing people that this is something that they could benefit from.
1: I'd also Uh think too, like for, you know, if you're trying to sell octogenarians, they're probably like a sales letter or YouTube videos, like as as explanatory as they can be and so good, that's probably not the medium to get to them either, right?
0: Exactly, so that's where the challenge lies is that you can't use the typical social media, you know, marketing or efforts because they're not really, you know, on those things. And again, it just- (laughs) They're not on Instagram, are they? (laughs) uh, I mean, now they are, but- I mean, grandma's barely on on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) i I feel like a lot of grandmas are getting on facebook
1: now but oh facebook for sure yeah but you're like right you're trying to do instagram you know for your but the 30 year olds aren't buying it the 80 year olds are so so i see that when it comes to inventions again like when you were a kid did you think did you were you always seeing the world i guess this is my question seeing the world like ooh, there's a problem i wonder if anyone solved that why don't someone just do this you know i could do that like were you have you always been thinking that way like in a real way, and then recently you decide, you know what? Maybe I can do some business around this.
0: Yeah, you know, it, I, I I didn't really understand that I that I thought that way until I got older, and then in retrospect, I look back on how much I did always just try to figure out different ways on how to solve things, or not necessarily. I never actually really tried to fix anything per se. But I, would, I, would, I remember, you know, specifically looking at something and, and just thinking to myself, like, there's got to be an easier way to do this. You know, whenever something, and I think a lot of it comes out of my own laziness, but whenever I'd be facing like a really difficult task or, or some reason, I'm like, you know, there, there's got to be an easier way to do this. There's got to be another way around
1: this. So I think you, that's where some of my motivation lied. You know, they say necessity is the mother of invention. I, I think that's wrong. I think you were right there. I think laziness is the mother of invention. You yeah, know, to find, I mean, you know to find 100%. a hundred percent. So, what was different? So then, your your third major sort of uh, uh path and, and invention is the neck hammock. What aside from you know, I, it took off, and I want to talk about some of that. But just looking at product versus product versus product, what was different about the neck hammock, or the idea behind it, maybe, or or the problem that it solves the. For you, you feel like that's why this thing would stick, this would work. Or were they all great, great great, products with great potential, but you, maybe you were in the game differently or your mind was different? Was it the product that hit right or you or a perfect storm? It really was the
0: perfect storm, you know, and I will say that it's one of those things that you know i am very grateful for me pursuing the other two ideas because they really laid a good foundation for me for actually knowing what steps i need to take in order to actually make the neck hammock happen had the neck hammock been my first invention i don't think that it would have succeeded i think i would have you know had too much learning to do um without a solid foundation i think that it was doomed to fail so All the other things that I worked on prior to the neck hammock, I think it's a major contributing factor of what made it successful. Um, You know, and I I think it's, like you said, it's like a kind of a perfect storm. I think I got kind of lucky. You know, we live in a day and age, unfortunately, where a lot of people are experiencing neck pain, tension, headaches, posture issues. And... um, You know, I created a product that kind of solves all three of those things without drugs, which, you know, our country is highly addicted to opioids and without needing to go see your doctor all the time. And, you know, it just touched on a pain point that really resonated with people.
1: I think it has even more too. the thing that really interested uh, me and my family was we've been doing, I mean, I've been going to a chiropractor since I was two months old and we, my wife and son and I recently just signed back up with a, a local company. In Grand Rapids, Michigan. Love them to pieces. They're awesome. And just so you know, I actually, this passed their test too. So I took in your neck hammock uh, when I went to go see them uh, a couple months ago, probably. And I, you know, I've been lying on it and, and, and you know, working on it and everything. And I brought it in and said, hey, can you guys, there's four chiropractors in the office, can you pass this around? And one of their deals is not just doing adjustments, but we always go in and do like active traction. So you're doing a standing uh, neck traction and you just kind of do small dips and just, you know, stretch out the neck at the right curve, you know. And, and then you do seat wobbles and just a few different exercises to loosen things up and to, and to move, but active traction is a big part of it. So I, I said, Hey, what do you guys think about this? Would you be willing to just check it out, test it out? I'm going to have them on the radio show, but I want to make sure that, you know, I'm not telling, uh, thousands of people, millions of people potentially, uh, to do something that's going to hurt them. Right. Obviously I'm not a, a doctor. I want to make sure that, uh, this is a really good thing. Every review, by the way, is amazing. You it's not often you see a, a Kickstarter product that just crushes it in the reviews. Everybody's a raving fan of this thing. So that's already a good sign. But also all uh, all the chiropractors, all four of them signed off and they said, this is amazing. I like it. Um, they said it doesn't do the same as the active traction would do. Meaning if you're actively trying to create a result, meaning like you're moving and adjusting your posture. But they said, I don't think that's what it's for. Um, it, they all actually laid in it and fell asleep on it and said it was awesome too. So they said it's. Phenomenal for travel. Phenomenal for uh, the passive traction to really get your uh, posture feeling good. Uh, it's certainly a lot better than sleeping on a pillow. It's, it, the thing was brilliant. So I'm going to open mine up here in a second, even though we're on audio and talk through it. Uh, before we do that, though, I'm talking with Dr. Steve Sudell, the inventor of the Neck Hammock, uh, who launched a successful Kickstarter Indiegogo campaign for over $1.7 million with 25,000 backers to get this idea, this invention off the ground. And then they delivered with amazing customer service and follow-up after that. Uh, Dr. Steve, tell me a little bit about kind of the genesis of not just the idea of it, but the idea to go full-fledged because you've had inventions and ideas. I've had ideas. I mean, shoot, I came up with the Game Boy the year before the Game Boy came out in the 80s. I remember sitting... At elementary school going you know what if I had Nintendo right here and I had these the screen and I was trying to imagine my TV and my Nintendo and my controllers all into one that I could bring with me to school I have no idea how to make this thing happen but a year later they launched the Game Boy and I'm like devastated I couldn't believe it you <laughs> came up with so many different inventions You you tell a story about your sister Kelly um, and how that inspired you, what she went through to really see this thing through. Could you tell me about that a little bit?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I um, I struggled with neck pain for years, and there wasn't anything that I could really use at home for myself to alleviate it. But I've experienced a lot of pain relief in the past from cervical traction. But again, the cervical traction devices that you use at home were just like, very, they look like medieval torture devices and are very ineffective. So you know, one day I was working out, I tweaked my neck, and then I was able to recreate this cervical traction that my neck really needed. And the idea was created. But I will say that I didn't have the sense of urgency to create it until my younger sister, Kelly, uh, was diagnosed with leukemia, actually a very aggressive form of leukemia to where she was Diagnosed and sent to the hospital on the same day, um, just from doing a routine checkup with her doctor, which is pretty crazy. Um, you know, she really just kind of sparked a, a fire into my butt to to get going on this thing, and and I really believe that with every crisis in your life is opportunity. Um, it, it's very hard to see it right then and there, but because of her illness, that's what motivated me to pursue this idea because I realized that you know, life is too short to sit on these ideas. And she was going through a type of pain that I could not help um, being with her in the hospital room. But I knew by looking at her that there was a type of person that I could help. And it's those struggling with neck pain, tension headaches, too much stress in their lives. Like I knew I could help with that product. So, you know, that's what inspired me to go forward. And how, how far apart are you and your sister? Four years. Four years. Uh, is she older? She's younger. younger. Uh, she was 26 at the time, I believe. Oh, geez.
1: And she is just. So everyone else, she's still. She's doing well now. Yeah, she's she's
0: literally a new person. She is the, the most positive outlook on life. It's really amazing
1: the recovery that she made after two years of fighting it. Wow, so awesome. I, I don't want to accidentally leave people in an, in an open loop. I'll get a bunch of emails. How is Kelly? What happened? So Kelly's doing great. That is awesome. Um, You know it's interesting how how family can be so inspirational you know i know that feeling of being helpless i watched you know my brother he's three years older than me get diagnosed with cancer and he passed away unfortunately within six weeks but i watched him you know three years older than me sitting in the hospital and and there's this piece of you watch like again i don't know anything or i know some things but nowhere near enough about cancer and what to do about it um i know a lot of the naturopathic approaches and whatnot but I'm watching my brother and go, man, this isn't my wheelhouse. This isn't my thing. So I can be here in support, but it does. It makes you think, come back and say, okay, what, where is my gifting? Like I'm here for a reason and I'm really good at something. And have I put this off? And and, and it is true. Um, you know, he passed away at 36, like life is, is short. You only get one go. And if you only get one go, what the hell are you going to do with it? And I'm super, you know, Blessed, I believe I'm doing the best I can with my life, and you certainly are with yours. So, when you decided to get to really get off your butt and go for it in the idea, um, was it like all go full steam ahead, or did you, did you have some starts and stops along the way? Could you talk to us a little bit about the, the process of getting the invention moving? And if there were any stumbling blocks, what were they? How did you get over them? What was that like when you were getting the invention together?
0: You know, after I was with her in the hospital, I decided that it was full steam ahead and and that's what I did now with that being said, pursuing an invention and an idea takes a lot of time uh, it takes way longer than you would ever expect to launch a product and you should wait and you should be patient with it because you know some of the the obstacles that I ran into was you know I started to develop a really good prototype you know but that took you know several months Um, and if you've seen the neck hammock, you can see what a simple design it is. but i've literally gone through probably 13 different versions of that that you see now just tweaking little things like you know how wide the pads are how soft the pads are how much tension do you have in the bands what type of tension do you have in the bands what type of bands do you have you know every little detail was super super important for me and you know, me being a physical therapist, I had the advantage of testing it on every single client that walked in my door. You know, I'd say, Oh, Hey, you know, I'm creating this new thing, you know, go ahead, lie down it for 15 minutes and tell me what you think. And based on all of their feedback, I was able to constantly keep tweaking and redesigning. But, but even when you have a good prototype, you know, if you don't have a good video to demonstrate, you know, what it actually does or a good way to actually sell it, or if you don't have, manufacturing in place. And if your manufacturing is too expensive, you know, what price point are you going to be able to actually sell it at? And so there were so many little obstacles kind of along the way, um, that, you know, I was very lucky that, you know, I had been watching a lot of shark tank and I had been (laughs) doing a lot of, you know, research online. And there's just so, we live in a world where there's so much information at your fingertips but it's you just being able to decipher that and actually take action on those things.
1: That's is what ultimately thing, I mean, Talk about two big keys, deciphering the information, what good from the bad, and then actually taking action on it. Because you know what we should do? Let's open this up. I'm going to open this up. Is that all right? Let's talk yeah. about what's inside the box. Okay, you can hear this. I'm opening my neck hammock box. I put it back in the box just so you know, because I wanted to open it on air. <laughs> yep. All right, so there is a, a beautiful black bag. So it's a little drawstring bag here and fix my description if I mess it up. Okay. Now here's what's cool. This is neat. So it's not just, let's explain what the neck hammock actually is. You probably have a best explanation for it. It's a, uh, how would you describe the main piece of what I'm looking at right here? Um, what is it? it? It's a hammock for your neck. It goes and connects to a doorknob. You've probably run through this description. Can you run through it for me?
0: Yeah, so the neck hammock is is a simple, portable device that easily attaches to any doorknob or door jamb on one end. And then on the other end, there's a series of three different pads. The base pad uh, is designed to wrap around the base of your skull. And the other two pads are designed to keep the hammock nice and snugly and comfortably um, fit against your head to provide that gentle cervical traction.
1: Love this. So imagine, you know, the thing's no more than probably six or eight inches uh, uh, tall, and it fits just beautifully between like your shoulders, neck, and head. And they so said there's a pad in the back and the pads in the side. So, one thing I noticed too is right when I, I put it on, really comfortable. Um, and, and you end up lying on the ground usually, right? Is that the best way to do it?
0: Yep. That usually seems to be the best spot. You know, we'll have people use like a yoga mat and even supplement with other things like you know, a pillow under their knees, or even I love personally using one of those weighted blankets. Then you're talking about really going into a state of relaxation, a weighted blanket. Yeah. So it's, it's for, uh, helping with anxiety and just like overall calming your nerves. But I, when I put that over myself and then I lay in the neck hammock, I'm, I'm out cold in five minutes.
1: Oh, I got to try that. That sounds great. A weighted blanket. Guys, go get a weighted blanket. I'll find one and put a link in the show notes, of course, as well as you can grab your neck hammock too at neckhammock.com. Make sure you do that. He's got a code. So listen to the end. I'll give you that as well. You know, I'll give it to you now. If you put in the code, relax, lowercase number 10. So relax 10, you'll take 10% off. You want to pick up one or two neck hammocks. My wife and I, uh, we each got one because we don't want to be sharing. If you're like me and you don't like to share. She has her pillow, I have mine. She has her neck hammock, I have mine. And then what you do is you're lying on the ground, this thing, and then the other end goes onto a doorknob, and you put it through the open door to the other side knob, and then close the door. So you're essentially pulling in the way that the door can't open because you're pulling against a shut door. If that makes sense, that's pretty cool. What else is in here? There's a (laughs) this is great. There's a little uh, do not disturb thing to hang on the other side of the door because you don't want someone walking into your bedroom well, you're lying down on the other side of the door. That was one of the first things I wondered actually. And it's, it's those little things, right? This is one of those tiny little details that you probably maybe didn't think of initially. But the first thought through my mind is, gosh, what if someone walks in and jacks my neck? So of course he thought of that and said, well, let's put this little thing that says, please do not open relaxation and progress. There's, this is really cool. There's uh, just like flying in first class. There is a neck hammock branded uh, eye mask as well. A little welcome guide, a nice thank you badge. Um, this is so cool. So tell me a little bit about, because we're already, unfortunately, coming to some of our end. You got a ton of testimonials. And well, you know, first off, do you need to fix any of my description? Did I butcher that at all? Did I make that sound like not what it's supposed to be? Make sure this sounds like a heavenly product because it is really heavenly.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely on point. The, only, the two other things that I would point out with the design of it, is that there's also a meditation files that go with it and oh. when you wear the eye mask um, there is now for people that for people that buy it that's kind of a new feature that we added so like with the eye mask you know you block out all the light and then you have the gentle relaxing meditation music then you have the passive traction you're just again in a complete state of bliss that that's really what my objective was when you use this
1: So this is really, it goes beyond, it's not just, you know, if if you have stress, neck pain, back pain, that kind of thing, headaches, obviously it's going to help. The other thing that I was really interested in too that I think this helps with, same as chiropractic or good physical care, uh, is like autoimmune stuff, digestive stuff, any organ-based stuff. Like again, it's not that this is going to cure that, but if you have anything like that going on in your body, so much of that comes directly through the spine and our nervous system. And when you're able to just to stretch out, you're able to, uh, to get your body, your posture back into the right state. It's surprising how many of those types of things begin to lessen or clear up. Have you seen that as well?
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the famous saying 99% of all illness is stress related. So if you can reduce stress in your life, and this is a great tool to do that, then naturally your body is more, um, in a position to heal those illnesses and diseases and dysfunctions.
1: Let's, let's talk about a little bit more of the promotion of this, this. So you have a really cool product. It's tested over tested over tested. You're ready to get this going. When did you know this was going to be an idea that was like going viral? You know, I mean, you hit 1.7 million in backing. I think I saw on Kickstarter, your initial goal was like 20 grand for a prototype and you hit 900,000 in the first round on Kickstarter. And then you went into Indiegogo and from there, at some point you were like, you probably had 3000 or 500 or 19,000. When did you know, like, oh my gosh, this thing's blowing up. Like this is going to be a real thing.
0: About five days in, all of a sudden on my newsfeed, my videos started going viral and I got picked up by a bunch of different news outlets where we just started cranking massive volume and it was completely organic, you know, unpaid. And when I saw that there's, I mean, one video got like 20 million views in a matter of like a week. Oh my wow. So
1: so that's a real viral video
0: (laughs) yeah that that's legit viral i mean it doesn't get more viral just
1: 20 million organic views in a week that is incredible yeah so within a week you knew oh my gosh this is taking on a life of its own
0: yeah and, and i knew that you know obviously if there's that many people who are viewing it then there's something there's something to be said about the product you know um and so that's when I kind of knew like, oh my God, like this thing could be a lot bigger
1: than I was expecting. And is that where Dr. Oz came from? Being able to to get the product on the Dr. Oz show? Yeah. It, so so they, 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 reached they reached out? They reached out
0: to us. Yeah, they they reached, reached out to us. you. That's huge. Yeah. So that was massive. And the crazy part about that whole thing is they gave me essentially like 30 minutes for me to get three samples to FedEx to ship it out on a Wednesday night to get it and have ready by Friday morning in new york and i only had a total of four samples on hand so so i basically really
1: early on
0: yeah really early on so i gave them essentially all of my samples um (laughs) so totally a gamble and totally and i in my my car was in the shop so i had to ride my bike like four miles to fedex in 30 minutes it was crazy
1: oh my good thing you use your own neck hammock yeah, wow, so that's incredible. So, the Dr. Oz would have, of course, helped to get massive steam, and then you also have a, a ton of great testimonials. I saw, um, one of my favorite, of course, you got like the hottest pro wrestler. I don't know if you know how hot she is right now, like the top. I'm talking Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. You got Becky Lynch, uh, is endorsing it, uh, Superstar Sheamus, a ton of athletes, power lifters. I mean, you name it, you got athletes in there. How did the testimonials fit in? Was this something that, again, did you have people begin to reach out and say, hey, I saw this viral video and I got this thing? Or did you hustle and kind of go after saying, I got to get some really good endorsements? How did that go? And what came first, the endorsements or the kind of the viralness and, and the, the growth of it?
0: It was kind of a combination. You know, the, the, the celebrity testimonials obviously create a layer of social proof. And lucky enough, my physical therapy office is in Venice, California, where there's, you know, usually sure. a lot of celebrities or athletes. And and Becky was actually a client of mine. She came in with neck pain and I worked on her and I was like, you know, hey, Becky, I got this uh, new product I just created. You know, you want to try it out? And let me know what you think. And after she tried it out, you know, she loved it. And it's it's funny because a few other wrestlers also came in. Right. Um, we had uh, Seth Rollins and and um, Cesario. and. Those guys, they normally I I tell people not to be in it for more than fifteen minutes. They fell asleep, and I tried to wake them up, and they said, "Go away for another twenty minutes." So I'm not moving. Yeah, they they both passed out for a good thirty minutes in it, and so, you know, for me hustling from working on those people, that's how Seamus heard about it was through them. Right. So he created this whole video yeah, he just created this whole video that I didn't even know that he was doing on it and saying how great it is. And so it was just a bunch of like really cool events like that happened,
1: man. That's awesome. All right. Well, final couple questions as we're, as we're coming to the, to the wrap up here. Number one is, can you introduce me? Can I get in? Can you introduce me to Becky? Any of these people? I want them on the podcast. I want to know them. <laughs> I I think we definitely can make that happen. (laughs) I definitely think we can make that happen. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. It's been one of my goals. I've been watching wrestling since I was like six years old. So here we go. All right. So I didn't know that was was on. This is my favorite part of the whole interview. All right. And um, final kind of questions as we wrap up. Again, uh, we're here with Dr. Steve Sudell, the inventor of the neck hammock, and sharing the story behind the $1.7 million Kickstarter with 25,000 plus backers and really one of the best Uh, traction. It's a portable traction device that you can use anytime, anywhere. Um, I I speak a ton. So I'm on the speaking circuit. I'm always flying. I'm always on airplanes. I'm always going to different uh, seminars. So this is something that now I'm beginning to pack in my suitcase. It's really lightweight. The other thing I like about this too, um, that we didn't mention is there's no metal um, there's no metal chains, there's no, you know, links and things like that. So it ends up being as light as humanly possible, but yet it's incredibly durable. So I'm loving my neck hammock. Um, if you want to grab a neck hammock, you can get, I think there's a, uh, you can get one or there's a deal. If you get two. go to neckhammock.com and use uh, a discount code, lowercase, relax, number 10, relax, 10 and get 10% off on, uh, on your neck hammock. Dr. Steve, thanks for coming on. Thank you for making all the time today. It's been really incredible. Uh, Great catching up with you and really getting to know you. Um, Final question as we wrap up, you know, going through this whole uh, Kickstarter and everything, this whole process for this final invention, well, not the final, but your your most recent invention, looking back at at the successes and failures and, and everything, if you could change something in your process, what would you change throughout this process of creating the neck hammock? Or I don't know, in hindsight, would you leave it all the same?
0: You know, I, I I don't really believe in, you know, failures or regrets. I just think that there's expensive learning opportunities. Um, the only thing that, you know, if I could go back um, is that when I started to get a little bit of success under my belt to really pay attention to finances and still act like I had nothing because when you start to actually get, more money coming in. That's when you feel like you need to spend more on services that you probably actually don't need. And the more that you can just, the more that I, if I just stayed the course and just kept doing exactly what I was doing instead of worrying about paying for like a lot more expensive videos or things I didn't need, I think I would have been in a lot better
1: shape. Yeah, that's actually really, really sage advice. It's interesting that you know what works when you got started will actually probably work later on as well, right? But uh, when when we get, yeah, sometimes I get extra money, all of a sudden things are going up, and now all of a sudden I can afford all these things. And I'll bet a lot of people came after you too, not not in a bad way, but um, like marketed to you. Would that be, would that happen a lot? Like people, hey, you yeah. know yeah, what, you're doing this thing, I could help you with X, I could help you with Y. Yep,
0: yeah, learning how to say no became a skill.
1: Yeah, that's really, really good. Well, thank you for your time so much, Dr. Steve. I'll let you get going and get back with the family. Again, Dr. Steve Sudell, Neck Hammock. You can follow Steve and Neck Hammock at Instagram at Neck and at prehab to perform That's Prehab, number 2, Perform. That's Dr. Steve's personal Instagram. Follow him there and grab a Neck Hammock, NeckHammock.com. I endorse this fully. I sleep on it. I love it. I meditate on it. It is awesome. Thanks for your time, sir. Cool. Thank you so much, Matt. All right, guys, that's the show for this week. Hope it was awesome, man. What a cool uh, what a cool cat. What a great conversation. Really enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review if you haven't already. Love to have you on as we continue growing. I want to get more and more powerful, awesome guests and backstories just like this one. So as usual, get out there this weekend and crush it. I'll see you next week.